You're now listening to Live Chat Radio. Thing, honey, my bones. You what am I going to? I preached to myself, honey. I preached to myself right there. I said, You're not too good. Yeah. Coca Cola is still building relationships, showing up to things. ATT, Walmart, Hey everybody, welcome to Live Chat Radio. I'm your girl E. Calloway with E. Calloway Management. And I am Felicia Bitten with the Zoe Communications Agency and Alicia Magazine. We are so happy that you all are tuning in. We're actually Facebook living this moment right now. So <laughs> the people that are listening to this podcast will hear this days later. But the ones that are here listening to it right now on our Facebook Live, hey guys, hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Facebook we appreciate live. it. Yes. And like, I wonder if this part that we're about to say next is relevant because normally, right? here we say if you are not watching or if you're not a part of our social media family then what in the world are you doing you should right. be a part of our social media you family. should totally be a part yeah you can follow us everywhere at life chat radio that's on facebook twitter and sound not soundcloud and well instagram. yeah soundcloud oh, that is life true that's a thing radio. yeah life chat radio <laughs> instagram too. facebook itunes soundcloud all oh, over the world yeah we're everywhere just google us um and then you can also make sure you visit our website at lifechatlive.com and you can sign up for our newsletter also you can get updates on our next live event we're planning something really soon and then of course all of the events that we host that we're a part of um that we help plan we're just excited to kind of like be able to do what we do and uh, do it well. So make sure that you stay tuned to what we have going on. You just bragged about our. Us. Hey man, you sometimes said, you gotta brag. This is what I'm learning. Sometimes you have to brag about yourself because you can't uh-huh. wait for people to brag about you. Like because sometimes like, people won't do it. You're right, but I sometimes feel like I brag about you all the time. Do you? Yeah, I feel like that's in your face. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> well, not like, y'all, y'all know Esther. Oh my gosh, she's like the best person ever. Yeah, we. I feel like we brag about each other pretty much, but, but you, some. Well, we have to brag about ourselves. Like right. we, we, we don't do that often enough, and it's not bragging like in a boastful way like yeah look at us but when you're good at what you do you're, you're just good at what you do when you're good you're good, you're good. we you haven't been doing it. live chat radio for two years for nothing <laughs> for nothing oh turned down for so weeks. two years <laughs> <laughs> gosh it's been two years okay so anyway so we are in our series of gearing up for great i hope you guys have enjoyed it this series thus far is this three or four this is number three number three so today we are talking about leadership and we're talking about leaders that don't follow oh did I say that right? That you did say oh, it right. Awesome. You did say <laughs> it right. There are a whole lot of things going on that are very loud in the country right now. Oh, and so there much. are some very vocal people. And mm-hmm. I, obviously, I'm all for being vocal. You're vocal. I'm vocal. But I think it's really easy when folks are excited about something and they start to get anxious. Right. It's easy to just kind of fall prey to do what everybody else does instead of falling <clears throat> back and figuring out the best strategy to figure out how to navigate. So yeah. that's the direction of today's show it's about leaders who choose to not follow the crowd the you're crowd, not following right. the crowd so it doesn't like mean that. yeah so it it's doesn't mean that addition. you're not following we talked about this earlier like leaders great leaders are those that know how to follow right, right. And so you have to be in uh you have to be in that type of role in order to understand what true leadership means right but that it also means that you have that innate ability to determine who i need to follow versus who i don't need to follow That's and good. sometimes when the crowd is so loud mm. 
you start running toward it. And yeah, this is so interesting because I just had this conversation with my daughter a couple of days ago. They had a fight at her school. And, you know, when in my school, when I was in junior high or high school, anyone, anytime someone had a fight, my dad told me run. Right. The like, you don't direction. run the, uh, to the fight. You run right. the opposite direction. Right. And so my daughter was saying, yeah, you know, they were fighting. So we was all running there. And I'm like, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not what you want to do this is not the type of thing where you run to it so right. just because you hear noise just because you hear a lot of uproar that doesn't mean that that's the direction that you need to be going going in as a leader that's the point like that's that's great leadership right. knowing who to follow and who not to follow so that's yeah. what we're talking about today that's such a good analogy i think yeah. it's really easy when you see a problem or when you see the uproar it's easy because your gut is i gotta go in and do yeah. something i gotta yeah. fix it i gotta be a part of it and so you run toward it right instead of saying am i supposed to run in there right now mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. am i supposed to break up the fight is that right. the principal's job right. what exactly am i supposed to do what's my role here yeah you, look, you have to look past that moment yeah. right so so even great leaders have to look past where we are right now in our economy even even financially right. even socially like they have to people are already trying to figure out where we're going to be 10 years from now 20 years from now 30 years from now 50 100 you know what i'm saying right so when you are when you're just following someone you're only consumed with what's happening in that That's moment like good. you got to get past that as yeah. a leader you have to get past that so That's if you consider good. yourself a leader mm -hmm. um and you and you know lead, leadership starts with your own life That's so real. if you can't lead your own life then you can't really lead anybody oh my else God. i know oh my right God. i know Esther, i'm talking oh to myself God. trust me i'm talking to myself i feel like <laughs> i need to go back to school i had this thought a couple of days ago i thought why in the world does school stop at 18 like i feel uh, like school should go at least to your 25 nobody mm -hmm. should let you out of a controlled environment <laughs> That's so fun. <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready. College and all. No. Yeah, just no, keep going. Just keep mm -hmm. going to school. No, ma'am. Um, so that's what we're talking about today, you guys. We have our word for today, Felicia. Oh, yeah. Our word for today. You know, I wrote the definition, but you I did not write you. the name. Oh. But I remember you it remember, because yeah. it's, an, it's, a, it's a movie. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So our word for the day is insurgent. Insurgent. Yes. And insurgent. Uh-uh. I one. didn't <laughs> write it down. You just heard me say I did not write it down. Insurgent. Yeah. If I was to spout sounded out I is it with the e or i, I right no, it's, I, I like I in yeah uh -huh, so in. i in yeah uh -huh. s-u-r-g-e-n-t -E okay, look we go. sounded yeah, it out absolutely let's, let's go, go. <laughs> so insurgent our word of the day mm -hmm. um oh look thank you producer yeah, yeah. He we also were right and we were right you're Yay. right we're so smart people. <laughs> <laughs> so i love that insurgent has you've got like the adjective and the noun definition and both of them are really good so adjective is rising in active revolt Oh. And then the noun, which is the, which is the one that I like better, is a rebel or a, re a revolutionary. So what's mm -hmm. really interesting about that word is that we, we mentioned it to our guest today. And I said, I think you're a rebel. And she goes, no, I'm not. I'm just the most plain Jane, regular or something. And we said, no, because you were the kind of person who goes against the standard. Mm -hmm. And if something is not right, you're the kind of person who says, wait a minute, we got to figure out a way to do that right. differently. Instead of doing it the same way over and over, over again and over again Super expecting wet. to get different, different results yep. and that's just not how things work so mm -hmm. she is an insurgent you you're an welcome insurgent. very much yes and good good leaders i believe good leaders have that kind of characteristic to say you know something is not going the way that it's supposed to go right. so 
let's see yeah, how we can change it up. Yeah, and I feel like great leaders are rebels. Like they are just right? born into it, even though they may not necessarily understand why <laughs> they're rebels right. or that they, or even accept that they are rebels. That's real. You are a rebel nonetheless. That's if real. You see something that needs to be changed, and you want to be the person that initiates that change. Mm-hmm. You're a rebel. Insurgents, ladies Insurgent. and gentlemen, that's you. There we go. Boo. <laughs> so, so what's our I, I quote? Don't know if our quote kind of matches that word. Well, uh, you can try. All right. So a leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. I like that. You sound so pastoral. See, I know, right? A it is pastoral because they have the eagle flying like, <laughs> like, like God. G. Yeah, exactly. Like that would be God. Um, so that was John C. Maxwell. That's very yeah. John C. Maxwell. It's very John Wait, C. Maxwell. Repeat it again. Okay. So a leader is one who knows the way. Uh. Mm hmm. Goes the way yes, and shows the Hallelujah. way. Come on, get some And that's very true, though, right? <laughs> that's because true. you have people that are that sometimes only do one, so that's they know true. the way, but they ain't willing to share it with nobody. That's good. Um, they go the way, but they ain't willing to take nobody with them. Uh, that's good. Um, or they're not willing to again, like let nobody know what's what's up. Are they so busy trying to show you that they won't go? Like mm. they'll be, they'll dictate it. They'll mm-hmm. say you should or we should. They're the finger blah, 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 blah. Go up here to the left and mm-hmm. then make a right right and you still sit in your rut confused like, not yeah. knowing exactly where you're supposed to go or what you're supposed to be doing man that's yeah wow. but a good so leader true. carries carries all those characteristics they're able to actually know what to do and then chart the path and then get out in front and go and do it oh yes i know God, that sounds exhausting it's a lot so that's what we're talking about Ugh. today you guys thank you so much for tuning in we're excited um with our special guest today we're excited to have our special guest Felicia, why don't you talk? I was going to ask if you were going to actually introduce our special guest. Not yet. I I don't know. Yeah, I think we should go to break. No, we should introduce her and then then we'll go to break. break. Yeah. So our special guest today is one of our favorite people in the whole wide world. Yeah. Her name (laughs) is Laura Terhune and she is the president of the DeSoto Chamber of Commerce. Do you say like president and CEO or just president? times i say different things okay I really do. sometimes i okay. say just the president and sometimes i say ceo so. okay you well you're all of that and more you're and you're an it. insurgent yes you are oh, you are a rebel it. you're revolutionary rising. yeah let's go insurgent <laughs> rising i like it let's make a shirt so <laughs> you will trust me like tr- you will have it on your website like this i will insurgent, you guys yeah. can purchase it for 15 dollars <laughs> next week i bet <laughs> so we'll be back uh, we'll, we'll be, t- we'll we'll be back come back to talk to laura absolutely is that how you're going to end that? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the 21st night of September? Love is changing the minds of pretenders while chasing the clouds away. I may be down, I'm coming up.
Life Chat Life Radio. Chat Radio. Hey everybody, welcome back to Live Chat Radio. So again, we're talking about gearing up for great and we're talking about leadership and leaders who do not follow the crowd. We're going to put that in parentheses, the crowd. Okay. I think that's important. Okay. <laughs> I'm with it. So, so we have a very special I'm following. guest. I'm I'm following. That's you, you got that? Okay, good. Because I know you got to do all that. Um, so we have a very special guest today um, that we're very dear friends with, actually. Like, we yeah. work with. I feel like we see Laura way like more than I see my family members, that's actually. Real. It's pretty crazy. That's real. But, but we have the president and CEO of the DeSoto Chamber of Commerce, Miss Laura Terhune. Yay! Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Did you like Welcome. the unified cheer that just happened for you <laughs> that right was now? Awesome. That's like the best greeting I've ever gotten on the radio. Welcome. We'll Laura. do that when we come to the, our next meeting. We'll okay. say, Laura, to you. Q- Yay. Yay. Q- 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 applause. Q- applause. Q- Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Nice We're to be We're so here. happy to have you here for sure. This is your first time being on the podcast. I can't it, believe that. Well, you know, as I was driving over here, I was thinking, wow, I've been at the chamber for two years. Is this your first time? It is yes. my first time. Oh. I feel like we tried to do it a couple we times, did. but it's just Didn't schedule conflict. Yeah, Phelan's mm-hmm. been on. Yes, that's right. And now we have actually you. Yay! Oh, I feel like I can do a little dance about that. <laughs> this <laughs> is what needs to be on, <laughs> on the Facebook Live. That dance. Who does it? I don't know. Oh, it's so wack. It it's, like pon- it's like um, punching on the side. Don't hate on my dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice dance. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Sorry, guys. We, sometimes we just go off into the um, dancing. Yeah, into dancing. So, Laura, we're talking about gearing up for great. Um, this is a series that we started a few weeks ago. So this is our third one. But this one is specifically focused on leadership. And so you have been in a leadership position for a really long time, not just with the DeSoto Chamber, but you started started off in uh, like different chambers, right? That's right. This is my fourth chamber of commerce. Wow. I I got into chamber management really by accident. Mm-hmm. Um, I was living in Salado and my ex now ex-husband mm-hmm. was working in Belton and his chairman of the board was had just been elected to the Salado Chamber of Commerce board and mentioned to him that they were looking for a new manager. Mm. It was a part-time position. Yeah. And I had a toddler and he was about to start pre-K, so I had been kind of wishing I could find a part-time job yeah. to yeah. work while he was at school. And the hours worked beautifully, so it was every morning, 15 hours a week. Nice. Um, so really transitioned us well from um, stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. to, de- to daycare mm-hmm. and then pre-K and then right on into school. Mm-hmm. Because I got into the position, and within about a year, I thought, why do they limit me to just taking the minutes, answering the phone and paying yeah. the bills? Yeah, yeah. Because the the committees could use some help. Um, I could ha- have more involvement with the members. Mm-hmm. And I asked for more hours and the board gave them to me. All right. And then I, the next year I asked for more hours and they gave them to I'm me. I'm going to come back to that in a second. <laughs> yeah. And pretty soon I was um, full time. Mm. Uh, let's see, I guess by year three, three and a half, mm-hmm. I was full time. And then the year in year four, I hired an assistant, hmm. and and we had grown from two hundred and eighty five members to about four forty. Wow! Um, and um and that's really because I thought that we could be so much more than what we yeah, had been. Sure, we'd been cruising along with the same manager for ele- working fifteen hours a week for eleven years. Wow! And um and not ever busting through three hundred members, mm. and really I didn't 
think I really did anything except yeah. just engage more mm-hmm. yeah. and and try to provide some services to the volunteers that were really the ones that were making things happen. Mm-hmm. When I announced five and a half years later that I was leaving, I'd been offered an opportunity in Granbury. Um, the mayor called me and said, Laura, don't leave. Don't oh, take that job. Yeah. Stay in Bastrop. We need you here. You're doing a great job. And I was like smitten with the town of Granbury, yeah. and and it it's was closer. It's a cute it is a town. pretty town. Yeah. It is cute. And it was closer to my hometown, which is up in the Panhandle. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't. It would be more like a six-hour drive instead of a twelve-hour drive. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so I said, "Thank you, Mayor. I appreciate that very much. I wish you'd said that to me about a year ago, when I had first started getting antsy feet." Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so that's how I ended up uh, in in Central Texas. Um, I worked at that bank for a couple of years, and I really didn't like it. Yeah. My job was business development, so I was supposed to go out and get new loans and new accounts. Right. And I felt like a salesman. Right. I this is more community-oriented, what you do now, yes? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, because I had been, I had thought that my experience as a, a chamber professional and having good relationships with business and understanding what they needed mm-hmm. would make me a good candidate for that job. Mm. Right. But I didn't like it feeling like a salesperson. So the Granberry job yeah. was a bank a job. A banker. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, now I was fortunate that um, I'd been there about two and a half years. One day the president of the bank popped his head in my office and he said, we had a board meeting last week and the board has voted to eliminate the business development positions. That's, okay. that's you. That Goodbye. was me. That was me. <laughs> but it turned out that they gave us six months notice. Mm, that's good. I mean, when do you ever get, get six, six months month notice, notice yeah. that your position is being eliminated? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I thought, wow. You know, I didn't ever think I'd say this, but I was, I was really missing chamber work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my son was thinking about going to ACU in Abilene, and I wanted to be at a chamber of commerce in a close enough proximity to him that he could come home and see me sure. for a weekend. Yep, yep, yep. So um, I ended up in Brownwood, and I was there for almost eight years. Wow. And Brownwood was a city that um, I had only ever been for a football game. I remembered uh. that they had a barbecue place, and that was all I could remember <laughs> about Brownwood. Yeah. And, um, and yes, they are a football powerhouse. They yeah. had won seven state championships, so I knew you know, that that was... A little was, bit, yeah. I, I knew a little bit about them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so I was there for almost eight years, and by this time, of course, my son had graduated from college, and... He was living in the Metroplex with his friends. So you chase your son again. I Well, <laughs> the Brownwood job was, was a decision because I wanted to be close to him, yes. And then once he moved to the Metroplex, what really made me decide to follow him was that he started dating a girl, got serious about her, and she was from Mansfield. Mm. Got you. And I thought, okay. I'm three hours away from where the action is going to be taking place. <laughs> like I need to be, I need to be up close and personal to see this. What is going on right now? And I was so fortunate that I'm. It just turned out. I mean, you know, when God is in control, is when things happen, and you're just like, "Wow, how did that happen?" Yeah, right. It just so happened that I contacted Grant Galliford, who was the only person I knew from Desoto. Wow. And I had met him where in China. Wow. Seriously? Yes. That's crazy. We had both taken a trip to China. Um, This company was trying to convince chamber executives um, to market to our members these Mm -hmm. trips to China. Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you, the trip was fabulous. I'm sure. But that's how I met Grant. That's Mm -hmm. weird. And um, and, and a couple months after we returned from China, he mentioned in a group chat with all of us who had gone on the trip, we still haven't found 
an, an executive for our position, and I was thinking, wait a minute, I think DeSoto was kind of close to Mansfield. Did you get to Googling? <laughs> I Googled, and I contacted him, and he said, today is the deadline. Wow. To Isn't submit that crazy? Your resume. Just had you waited and I'm one like, more day. Holy crap, I haven't looked at my resume right. in eight years. Yeah. Dusted it off, got it in, um, Skyped with them, and the whole time I was like, I want you all, I tried to be as real as I could be. Yeah. Because what I have learned from being a chamber professional is if it's not a good fit, it is, it is not, you cannot make it work. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I was very open and honest with them about my style. I'm pretty aggressive um, in managing the chamber. Mm -hmm. Maybe insurgent. You're you're pretty insurgent, Laura. Yeah. Um, Because I feel like uh, too often the, like what I found in Salado was that they'd just been passively um, opening, by. Yeah. opening the doors, answering mm-hmm. the phones, right. and then mm-hmm. closing up for the day. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it became basically a nine to five instead of a career. Yeah, a career, yeah, right? A so something career. that you can actually start making yeah. like major impact in the city. Yeah. Which is really so what it's supposed to be. When I for. talked to the, the search committee from DeSoto, what they described. I was shocked because I thought that chamber should be 500 members at least. Yeah. And they said they thought they had around 325. Mm-hmm. Um, it turned out it was about 250. Mm. Gotcha. So it was really much. They had a lot of cleaning up to do on their books. And, um, and I just felt like what we need to do are the things that businesses need us to do. Yeah. yeah. They need us to hold some events where they can meet new customers. Mm-hmm. They need workshops where they can gain helpful information at an affordable cost and they need networking opportunities and so what i'm hearing even from your um your brief like story of kind of how you got started in chamber work it sounds like from the beginning though you still had that leadership mentality because you went in kind of surveying everything right so you were working at a position for a year and a half you were like i'm just kind of tired of this like i feel like i'm not really doing enough so how can i be more um in tune with what's happening and actually make those changes and you did that from one chamber to the next Mm -hmm. and and now you're here in DeSoto. yeah and the the other recurring theme is that you are the person who created those opportunities as opposed to waiting for somebody to say hey i see that you're good at this thing would you please Mm -hmm. also do this it was you assessing the situation and then going to say, hey, I can do this. And then every time saying, okay, okay, yes, do yeah. this. Yeah. Yes, here's more money. Here's more time. Mm-hmm. Here's more. Here's more. But it was you who took the lead in doing that instead of waiting for somebody to just give it to you. Well, I guess I've I've learned not to just wait for things to happen. Because mm-hmm. if you sit around and wait for them to happen, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to say this. Say you, have, you have less control. That's yes. real. Um, when I take action then i get more control i get more impact more influence on whatever's going to happen that's mm-hmm. real if i wait for somebody to approach me they are the ones with more control mm. right and telling me their expectations and their needs and i want to get ahead of that mm-hmm. um so that's kind of been something that i guess i've kind of worked into part of it also has it has grown along with my confidence mm-hmm. because when you have some successes and then the mayor of Bastrop tells you, you're don't, awesome, don't yeah, leave. Exactly. And then you hear the same thing when you're leaving Brownwood, um, how much an impact you've had and 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 how different things are. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it makes you feel like, well, I can go to this next position and take what I've learned. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel empowered to, um, to be bold. 
right. yeah. in in trying new things. Yeah, because someone has affirmed you. Right. And you've and you've had wins. I think that in leadership, like it's so important to have wins. Like you gotta be able to look at something and understand that those were really great additions that I brought. And we talked about that earlier about, you know, patting yourself on the back and not necessarily in the public eye, but those private victories are really, really important right. Right, right, right. when That's you're in their role. Very true. But I will <coughs> tell you it's almost just as important when you um have a failure and mm-hmm. you figure out what to do about yes. that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I had uh, inherited an arts and crafts event in Brownwood that was small and a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and because of the nature of it, it took a lot of overtime. And I got calculating uh, that the chamber was probably bottom line netting somewhere between 1000 and $1,500 oh, for this big event. And I thought, you know, I think I'll just write a check for fifteen hundred dollars <laughs> right. to the chamber, right, 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 and stay home, yeah, and yeah, not pretty much work on this giant arts and craft show that's such a pain. Um, but instead, what I did, I was also very active in the Rotary Club, which mm-hmm. I'm still active in in Desoto. And I thought, okay, the problem with the the arts and craft show was that it took a lot of volunteers. In my case, it took a lot of volunteers and staff. Mm-hmm. But the Rotary Club had lots of volunteers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so I really just gave the event to the Rotary Club. And without having to pay staff, they could make $3,500, right. which to them was, a, a, good, was big a big fundraiser. Yes. Yeah. yes. It was a big fundraiser. Mm-hmm. And um, and I all I had to do was just, I did what I had done in the other position and that was just mail out the invitations to the artists yeah Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and get them invited and so that turned out to be you know taking something that was not working and turning it into something that we could make it work right on which is i felt like a similar thing happened when when i got to desoto um the first month well when I first arrive to a chamber of commerce, one of my goals is not to try to change things too quickly. Yeah. Right. Not yeah. to just walk right in and right. say, everything you've been doing yes. is wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So my first month, there were three morning networkers called... Um, yeah, Laura, your own video. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep talking. <laughs> uh, good morning to Soto. Yeah. And, and there were five or six people at each one of those. I was getting there at seven o'clock in the morning and making coffee mm. and having this huge networker with six people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, probably not a good idea. It's not working for me. <laughs> yeah. And it's not working for them. Right. And so we changed it to once a month. And I don't know what it is about having it once a month, but immediately attendance jumped up. Yeah. And we built it up to where it was about 25, 30 members consistently. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, um, now the one thing the cha- then we made a change because we couldn't fit in the boardroom anymore. Right. And now we move it around from place to place. Right. So I guess what I'm trying to say is recognizing when the next change is needed. Yes. Is Ooh, absolutely imperative. Uh huh. It's yeah. something it's so that you have to keep in mind. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We we figured out something that was really working, but it had, was, had such success that we had to uh, continue to adapt. Right. And I think it's so important to know. Um, well, first of all, I've noticed this about you, Laura. You probably don't know this, but you're a great listener. Like you listen intently. Like when someone is talking, you're like, 
because you really want to know like let me just really understand what you're saying but i think that that is so important as a leader because you have to come in listen to what's already happening what's happening good and what's happening bad and try to figure out what's the best thing at that moment right. to do because you have so many like when you're coming into the president of a chamber like i can only imagine it it's a thousand things on your plate that you could or five thousand or five thousand right so you could say okay let me focus over here let me focus over here but you really need to kind of survey everything and figure out what's the best move what's your best next step right that that is true (coughs) Mm -hmm. um but also i think that i've gotten pretty good at stepping back and saying what basics are Mm -hmm. we not doing that we need to be doing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think the basic that i saw the gap in with i'm taking notes this is really good lord was um that we we were pretty good at networking Mm -hmm. um we weren't good at bringing new customers to our members Mm. online is great Mm -hmm. it's kind of a passive um, referral system where people come to our website and they find our members Mm -hmm. and that's wonderful and for a lot of members that is sufficient. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes they want a face-to-face with new customers. Yeah. That's why I decided there needed to be a spring vendor show and a fall vendor show. Yeah, it's an important layer to me. I think a lot of, especially small business owners, get caught up in the tradition of everybody needs, we got to be online, we got to right. be so on social media, we have to do all these things, not recognizing the additional layer of what is my actual personality oh, yeah. feel like? I think especially especially in the South and especially in like small business land, it feels like you have to have some sort of understanding and real tangible relationship with the person with whom you're doing business in order yeah. for your online marketing to, to work in the slightest. I think you said the word that, that I feel like is most critical and you used the word relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, businesses need to look for every opportunity to develop a relationship. Mm -hmm. And that way people, because I think I'm no different from anyone else. Mm -hmm. I like to do business with people that are in one of my three main circles. Mm -hmm. Um, People that are members of the Chamber of Commerce, Mm -hmm. or we're in Rotary Club together, or we're in church together. Mm -hmm. Those are my circles. Mm -hmm. And I'm most comfortable doing business with those people. Well, I think that's how everybody is. Mm -hmm. So what you're trying to do as a business is increase either your number of circles or the depth of your circle. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really important. That's and again, I mean, that that ties back into our leadership because you have to be able to develop the relationships in order for your business to grow. Like, hello, if you don't know how to network as a, as a business owner, you really won't, you're, you're not going to see any type of substantial growth in your company. Well, oh, and yeah. also you, you, the relationships are important because all too often you're going to get a referral from somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. Not directly to... From have an opportunity to meet with the customer himself, right, right. but somebody's going to say, "Do you know anybody who does?" That's very XYZ. That's mm-hmm. very and true. And if you're not out there knowing people, right you on. can't provide that referral, yes. or you can't be referred, have received that referral. That's good. Mm-hmm. So th- to me, it's all about the circles and the relationships, um, knowing who your friends are, the relationships, mm-hmm. what they do. And then when the opportunity comes up, you have just added value to somebody. That's, those yeah. are the other yeah. key by, words. Yeah. By solving their problem. Right. It's, very it's good. not you solving their problem, but you know somebody who can do yes. it. That's and, good. You're, and you're helping solve their problem by even referring someone exactly. else to That's good. It. it increases your value. Mm-hmm. Okay, we only have a couple minutes to talk okay. about <laughs> the taste of DeSoto. So, uh, speaking of vendor shows, yeah. right. um, <laughs> I had uh, a, a successful event in Brownwood. Uh, we called it the Business Show 
showcase and taste of Brownwood. Mm-hmm. And it was my inspiration for the taste of DeSoto mm-hmm. because I know people, you know, if there's free food, um, they are there. <laughs> right on. <laughs> so, uh, so we, uh, we put together it it's really one of my primary shop local events yeah i want people to know what's available in the desoto and best southwest area mm-hmm. they don't have to go to the other parts of the metroplex to get good food or to have their services and to get good products um you can find most of those things right here in your own neighborhood you just yeah. need to know who they are mm-hmm. that's good so the taste of desoto and business expo is all about knowing who's providing services who's providing food um, that you don't know about. Right, mm-hmm. right. That you can tap into. You can refer them to somebody. Sep- into September is a great time when people are planning their parties. Yes. And um, and they're planning their, either for themselves or for someone else. Um, and they need to know, you know, what are my choices? What are my options? Yeah. And not do the same old thing they've done year after year. Right on. Right. So um, go so to the Sam's taste of DeSoto, and just buy a bunch yes. of stuff and put it on a platter. <laughs> well, and say, you can do that. Come on, open or my you house. Can, or you can find something that's a little bit different. Yeah, right. there's a lot of that. Exactly. So we ended up. Uh, we've got about forty booths. It's what the Civic Center Woo-hoo. will hold. Yeah. And um, I think about fifteen or twenty of them are food. Mm-hmm. Great. And uh, so it's almost half and Mm -hmm. that means that you're going to get a lot of tastes Mm -hmm. uh admission is ten dollars for adults five dollars for senior citizens and um they you'll get a taste from each one of those food vendors oh and i I forgot to mention we have six food trucks that are going to be on the premises so i'm really wanting people that's a new addition to this year's Mm -hmm. event Mm -hmm. we want to make sure that people know that the taste is not just inside but you can also find food outside that's cool And if you want some beer and wine and daiquiris and things uh, like that. Savory sweet. <laughs> yeah. The savory sweet mm, yes. is a new addition also. And that is a separate suite of rooms adjacent to the main rooms at the Civic Center. Uh, you'll pay $25 to get in there. And we're going to have two additional chef demonstrations. We're going to have three demonstrations in the main hall. Mm-hmm. And then two additional demonstrations in the savory suite. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to give all of those attendees beer and wine. And uh, they'll have an opportunity to taste those uh, food samples that have been made, have some very nice hors d'oeuvres in there. And it's going to be a really nice upscale um, part of the event. Right on. Now, we've also got some great live music. Yes, we do. Yes, 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 absolutely. Ryan Brockington and Reinventing Jude is going to be performing. So very excited about that. You know, this is how I got to meet... Esther was that uh, I already knew Felicia from helping Mm -hmm. us with our graphic design and marketing. And she introduced me to Felicia to Esther. And I'm telling you, this lady brings great talent oh, to yeah. these shows. Right on. And Thanks, V, for the connect. Let's go. See, now that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. I would not have ever known Esther if it that's weren't for Felicia. So, yes, that's how it works. And mm-hmm. so there'll be um, some music. We're going to honor um, David Wilson. Mm-hmm. He was the owner and founder of David's Seafood Restaurant in Cedar Hill. Mm-hmm. He passed away earlier this year. Mm-hmm. It was rather sudden. He'd been ill for several months, but then the end came quickly, wow. and and we wanted to honor him. Uh, so his family's going to be there to receive that. Awesome. That's great. And um, so we're just going to have a great event. It's going to be from four to eight p.m. Mm-hmm. on Thursday, the 29th of September, All at right. the Civic yes. Center in Desoto. They can as, get tickets now right at desotochamber.org. That's correct. Um, there's a link to buy tickets, and if you buy them online, the difference is that the the savory suite is twenty dollars in advance. Oh. It'll be twenty five at the door. 
But Listen, y'all need to be a part of that savory sweet. Say that five dollars. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna be more in the savory sweet. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm gonna be more in the savory sweet. Savory sweet is the place to be, you guys. Awesome. So make sure that you get tickets for Taste of DeSoto is happening this coming Thursday, mm-hmm. 4 p.m. Doors mm-hmm. open and it lasts until about 8 p.m. So after you get off of work, you can come hang out, have a really good time, and then still get home in time for work in the morning. Whatever. How cool is that? Awesome. Right? All right, guys. So we'll be right back. Laura, thank you so much for being on Life Chat Radio. It's been wonderful. We appreciate thank you. It. Yeah, absolutely. You're listening to Life Chat Radio. I sail the lonely sea. I drift until I find a place to harbor. And it is not what I see, but what I feel that makes it all the harder. I'll come
Ecal. And this is Felicia, and we want you to be a part of our live live chat radio audience. So if you'd like to be a part of our live podcast audience, email us at livechatradio at gmail.com. And make sure you visit us online at livechatlive.com. We can't wait to chat with you. You're listening to Live Chat Radio. Welcome back to Live Chat Radio. We hope that you guys have enjoyed the show this week. Um, we talked to our special guest, president and CEO of the DeSoto Chamber of Commerce, Miss Laura Terhune. Um, and we are talking about, you know, we talked about leadership today. She had some really great, like just listening to her story, um, you can just tell that she, you know, she had her, her story was a story of leader basically it's like you you have to be in this you have to be in this leadership mind frame in order to even allow all these things to happen right and i feel like once you've nurtured that mind frame some things just come innately like mm-hmm. there i'm sure there are certain decisions that laura wouldn't make or things that she wouldn't say just because of the character that she's nurtured and being the kind of leader that she is right, right. but she was dropping some knowledge for real yeah. it was a couple times yeah. i was like hold on laura let me take i know i took some notes i did i did take some notes and she was talking um keep talking because i I gotta pull them up first oh no i was that was a really good transition to you about (laughs) to say one of the things okay okay so here you go okay um so here are the four main things that i got so know what works and know what doesn't work um and then get back to the basics right so you know really like surveying and figuring out what basics you're missing developing relationships and then figure out how you can be the solution to the problem and i feel like as a leader like a lot of us naturally process things that yeah. way anyway right but sometimes we second guess our leadership That's skills good. we second guess ourselves all the time mm. in certain certain situations and oh. say like i'm not ready for this i can't handle this mm. when we should just stop kind of be going with the natural flow of yeah. what's in us we hinder our own progress by not doing that and right we hinder we do. it on a regular basis because i'm sure there are times where we have a gut instinct or a gut idea mm-hmm. about the next thing that we are supposed to be doing right and we hesitate or we overthink or we miss it because we just don't go and do it there were so many times in her story where she said i went to and then i asked and then i went mm-hmm. and and she said and most of the time she goes and they said yes and he said yes right and they right. said yes and so um she's a really really good example of how a leader or somebody really who wants to make stuff happen what they do is they go and create the opportunity for themselves instead of waiting for somebody to hand it to them yeah and you have to be aggressive she said she mentioned that word being aggressive in her approach and so as a leader you have to be aggressive because aggressive (laughs) be Be aggressive exactly seriously though for real y'all gotta be aggressive (laughs) i gotta be aggressive yes you gotta be aggressive you guys because if you don't then again you're, you're waiting for your rocket you know Go go back and visit that podcast. Oh, I see what you just, just in did case there, you Esther. don't know what we're talking about. Waiting for your rocket you to come. Go visit that podcast. We talk about that a lot. But that's exactly what you're doing. If you are waiting for things to happen to you, you just can't do that. You have to be aggressive in your approach. And something else that she really mentioned about that is is that when you are aggressive and when you take that leadership role, you have more control. Oh yeah. You have more control. I and love it, that it, line. yeah, you have to have control of your I life because you can't live your life allowing everything else to live for you yeah. or determine what your outcome is. Or allowing somebody to make decisions for you because right. you decided to not get out in the forefront mm-hmm. and make the choices. And so mm-hmm. and now you're mad. And, cause, and somebody else is controlling what it yeah. is that you do instead of you controlling it yourself. Yeah. Ooh. 
yeah it was some good stuff you guys i'm telling you so make sure that you um you know listen to the podcast and share this with someone that you know needs to hear this like if you know someone that's gearing up for great and they're having some issues with their leadership skills they're having some issues trying to figure out where to start what to do they need to be listening to live chat radio like you are so if this information is is helping you if we're providing resources for you to be better then make sure you go and share this podcast with someone visit the website livechatlive.com come like us on all our social media pages yeah i don't know what else that was exhausting we'll see you guys thursday at the taste of desoto yeah we'll be there apparently we're emceeing or something yes it's hosted apparently we're hosting it live chat radio is hosting taste of desoto hey building relationships you guys that's what it's all about right oh my god you gotta do it you are just not too good to go and build a relationship and your business is not that great it's not for you to not build a relationship. Coca-Cola goes to build relationships. Coca-Cola is still building relationships. Target. Showing up to things. AT&T. Walmart. T-Mobile. They still build relationships. They iPhone. Got Apple. Apple. They got ambassadors out in the community. The regular people shaking hands with regular people. Yeah. You are yeah, not too you good. You are not too good. You are not too good. You guys. We, mm. we just want to let you know that you are not too good. <laughs> ain't none of y'all. We ain't either. We ain't either. Do you hear me? <laughs> and you know what? Again, I want to say this before we leave because as a leader and as an entrepreneur, sometimes you get into that 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 like zone you too good. that you too good. I'm too good to return calls. I'm too good to respond to that email. Mm. No, you're not. You're not too good to fail. Mm. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> Woo, I felt that thing, honey, in my bones. What am I going to? I preach to myself, honey. I preach to myself right there. I said, you're not too good. I'm I'm not not either. I'm not either. You better go shake some hands, pass out some pamphlets, go help somebody. Do something for free. There's so many bankrupt companies out there. Because they too good. They acting like they too good for it. I taught a workshop a couple days ago. I didn't get that. And it was, I taught three workshops in a row. I have never, I felt like I was on workshop marathon. (laughs) That's Shout out good. to Cedar Hill Economic Development. Yes. Thank you so much for the invitation to come. But I never taught three workshops in a row. I was like, oh my God. Yes. I need some water. <laughs> <laughs> Can I you need an armor bear now? Do you need an armor bear no, now? No, it was just Carol? so exhausting. I was like, it was there were 45 minute workshops. I love it. Three, that's, great. that's your workshops. lane though. That's, back the, back that's back your zone. I got really great reviews. Yeah. And by the time I was a brand new workshop, I had just written it mm-hmm. at 12 o'clock. Whatever. Whatever. Um, but it I got really great reviews and I, you I got really great leads out of it yes. there's no people don't know how good you are until you go and tell them how good you are yes. they just don't know they don't mm-hmm. know if your food tastes good unless you give them a it. sample they no. don't know <laughs> they well, don't know if you do good hair if you ain't taking no pictures of other people's yes. hair they don't know they yeah. don't know so you got to get yourself out there and go and do what it is that you do in order for people to pay you what it for well, let me, we changing the subject I'm no so this is not changing the subject this is all it's just leadership. so frustrating it is, it it's is. just so frustrating we're frustrated on a whole nother level but anyway we'll see you guys <laughs> at the taste of DeSoto this coming thursday at 4 p.m and uh make again share this podcast with somebody that you know needs it all right you guys be blessed oh. we love you we want you to work we want you to be successful oh. we should also tell them a couple of things that are coming up oh yeah okay so upcoming events in dallas oh uh, yeah let's hit it Esther, are you going to the fair of course oh are my you god kidding me? I, the no like the question is how many times uh, am i going to the fair pass. They have like did a season you pass. Yeah. how much were they i haven't no i haven't paid for it okay, yet, okay but you can buy a season pass and it comes with like a cabillion coupons yeah and all kinds of other stuff so i'm thinking about that maybe yeah, we'll have that like, maybe a good thing radio night Ooh, that'll be cool yeah we're taking a group to see 
see this week we're taking a group to see bella at dallas mm-hmm. theater center yes. um they hooked us up with some tickets yeah, so we'll come back and talk about that um the first presidential debate happens on tuesday september the 27th is that this week that's oh my tomorrow no, that's i mean that's monday that's tuesday. when we're going to see bella so we'll have to watch. i thought it was monday no it's tuesday is it? 27 um and then the revolt conference is getting ready to yes happen? it is it is actually it's happening in october i'm not going to revolt this year i'm so disappointed in oh. that but nonetheless if you are going to revolt make sure that you hit us up send us pictures let us know what's going on it's an amazing conference if you're not going to revolt you should totally look into it um if you are in any capacity a part of the music community or industry like it's it's the place to be esther you always have so many awesome things to say about the revolt conference it's amazing like, i've only been one like time and I it know. changed my life it did and it, it like changed my business you out on the course of amazingness yes um and also i am hosting <laughs> what are you hosting? i'm hosting a pageant yes Esther. come on pageant uh, why would anybody recruit me to host a pageant i don't know no, i'm just kidding i'm really excited about hosting <laughs> this pageant because i like what this pageant stands for esther you should come it's okay, this yeah, Saturday. I'm with it. I love pageants. It's this Saturday. It is and I always get all of the words wrong. It's they always we always use that that acronym M M B U S A M and it's the Miss Black <coughs> USA Ambassadors program and so that's what the pageant nice. is all is all about. So. And when is that again? That's Saturday, October this the Saturday. 1st. Oh, okay. And we'll be in Fort Worth at the uh, Hold on, I will tell you where. It is at the D- David K. Sellers Fine Arts Academy. And the nice. tickets are really cheap. They're like 10 bucks. It's a scholarship. Come on. Come on out, you guys. $10. And, and, and the debate is actually on Monday, you guys. So it actually, by the time you hear this, it'll be already it happened. <laughs> done. But still, that tune in. Like, I hope it. that you've tuned in because we'll be talking about that next week for sure. And uh, PV Grambling, apparently. Oh, gosh. Of course, that's happening on Saturday. The fair is going to be ridiculous. Jasmine Sullivan is performing on um, the main, the Chevrolet main stage. So that's going to be a fun, fun event. Yay. Our producer is going to be there because he is an alumni of PV, right? Yep. Already. He's going to be Prairie down at, at Prairie View on October the 3rd, by the way. Nice. He's speaking to some classes. They're doing yeah, an inside gospel that. thing. That is so cool. Famous. I love it. That's such a great so opportunity. As you do this, ECM have anything coming up? Uh, no, not really. Okay. <laughs> Chilling. I mean, ECM not like just buy Taste of the Soda. Not just by ourselves, basically. We have a lot of partnerships that's coming up, so I'll keep you guys tuned with that. But okay. I, I don't have like a just an ECM event. You'll so. be at the Taste. Of, yes, ECM I will, will be, be at the Taste, taste of the Soda. soda. And we'll be back at South by Southwest next year, right. 2017. Let's All go. Right. All right. Oh. Oh, okay, got you, Shauncee Johnson. I'm talking about got you. <laughs> Shauncee Johnson won the Blue Mike Award. So congratulations, Sean. Woo! Right on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go, ECM. And um, you guys save the date for October. Actually, the entire month of October is going to be pretty insane. But October the 8th, Esther and I will be with the Concerned DeSoto Citizens in DeSoto having another mm-hmm. conversation about um, community policing. It is a follow-up to a conversation that they did um, about about a couple of weeks ago with uh, DeSoto Dining and Dialogue about community policing. So if you've ever wanted to know why do policemen shoot to kill 
um, you'll find out <laughs> at that event because yeah. that's the way that happens. So that's October the 8th. And then we um, are gearing up also for Socket to Satan Night, which this year is going to be pure insanity. I'm yes. so excited. We have about 11 or 12 congregations that are involved in Socket to Satan Night this year. Um, and we will be um, hosting the one and only Triple on October the 29th Woo! at the Church on the Hill in DeSoto off of Parkerville and Hampton Road. My friend um, plays drums for him. Uh, mm. Yeah, I feel like everybody knows his drummer because I've heard that about five times. Mm-hmm. King so, Cool. Um, so, hey, hey, King. So, um, you guys, don't forget to uh, follow us, um, Live Chat Radio, on Facebook. Maybe we'll Facebook Live again. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, and you can also follow E Callaway Management on those same channels or same yep. platforms as well as Elysium Magazine. Yes, we everywhere, y'all. Oh Get my connected. God. <laughs> around the world tonight. Yeah, yeah. Get connected. We everywhere. That's true. All right. All right, you Ooh. guys. Be blessed. We'll talk to you soon. Right. Bye.
Luxembourg. 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 Lu